スロットドーンシュッ What's up everybody? Hello, happy, hello, hello, happy Friday Shoe Show. Welcome, welcome on into the show. The Shoe Show, give us your、yeah. shoes. We got a big show、doing? today, don't we? Show me them feet. Do we? As of this morning, it was a small show. <laughs> we all yeah, uploaded feet. Yeah, then we started posting news articles、like, constantly all day. Oh my god.、Chat. Yeah. Feet pics, please. What? Directly what? into my inbox. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, this is <laughs> not the way we're starting the show. <laughs> I told you, I told you, you like, not in, the first, not in the first 30 seconds, okay? Okay. <laughs> like, we don't want to get demonetized. In the next 30 seconds. Okay, <laughs> okay thanks. Sa- save anyway. it. Anyway. Oh my Welcome god. Welcome on in, everybody. Glad you're all watching for another、uh, fantastic day of、uh, Sega Saturn hey, news. And Dan, and I, Dan and I got our Shiro shirts again. And Pat is, what are you wearing,、yes. Pat? My bimbo shirt. Your bimbo's shirt. Okay. Michael Soft bimbo's. <laughs> 95, 98? What version?、Uh, XP? It's just Michael Soft bimbo's. It's probably 95. Okay. You listen into、like、any、what? of those tapes from、uh, Pizza Hotline? I've been sick in bed the last week. It gives you the... plenty of time to listen to stuff. Yeah, you, you, I, I was going to ask because I, I was listening to the last、uh, show, the holiday show that you posted. You were talking about jamming out to those,、uh, those Pizza Hotline tapes. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, I was just in bed. I completely forgot to do that. Not to worry. I just ended up watching Star Trek and the Next Generation. The I, need a, I need a review、so、of some of, those,、uh, some of those exclusive,、uh, not yet, to, yet to be released tracks. You're going to be doing a, a comp tape for him as well. Yeah? Yeah. As soon, nice. As soon as I'm not feeling like trash, I'll record one. I'm like, your, I'm like your personal digital、uh, analog assistant. You're like a PDA. Poking you and reminding you that <laughs> you have to do、Pat. this. How's everybody doing? Let's,、uh, let's see who we got. We got 14. What, how many people do we have in the. You'd think I would know. 28.、Watching. There we go. Yeah. My phone doesn't work. Stone Man. Hey, how's it going? Paul Bort, Dragons of Saturn, David Zaney, Neil Henderson, Pudgy's there. Mr. Anderson. Welcome. William back, Anderson. Ants is here. Silos or Silos. I don't know. Moose Track. Yeah. Memphis. <laughs> hey. Memphis, all the way from Germany. Eddie G giving us a hand. Double、Aunt、Dime.、Is. What is up, Double Dime? Martin Evans. Slough Boy. Greetings from Slough, from, or, or all the way over <laughs> in Slough. We have an、uh, ant saying hi. I got, uh, I got、uh, these damn mosquitoes trying to bite my legs here.、Uh, we got James, Segaholic. Well, I, actually, it's the Sega guy, so it could be Dan. <laughs> Who knows? Is it Dan or James? Is it Dan、I'm, or James? I'm putting my, my, my bet on James. Yeah, but you never know. I put five on James. Dan has surprised us in the past. Michael Frisch. I'm to do that. Dan. Dan, Michael Frisch. Eric, it's James. Ah,、uh, there we go. Yep, nice. See, there you Eddie go. G, what's Give up? Give me a fiver, please. Be、Five、sure to pounds, be sure to thumb、is. up the stream. I know that's what we say this every time. It's cliche as hell, but th- thumbs up on the stream and maybe share、thumbs、it out on social media、down. if you can. We'd appreciate it. If you don't、it. like us, let us know with the fiver when you give me that fiver. Five pounds sterling, though. Don't give me that five dollar bullcrap. James was joking like over the holidays, you know, he's doing the daddy duty and family stuff, and he's like tapping、mm. his foot like Sonic here. He's like, I've got so many ideas. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta. <laughs> Create, 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 you know? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's, he's going fast. Like, it's like, there's like those two things, like the, the Symphony of Night dropped in the I know, right? Other thing, and it's like, James, yeah, God yeah, dang, Tomb、man. Raider. What I、busy、want is on, busy. He's all、dude. over that stuff. Yeah, like, 
James, let's unlike trade, James, let's trade jobs. Let's trade jobs. Catch up, dude. You're making me look bad. You're making me look bad. That's okay though. Like I, I yoinked two of his videos for our. I yoinked the 32x video and the mm -hmm. uh, and what what is the most recent one, uh, the uh -oh, X Men one for now. our article. Well, no, I mean you know it's extra extra Canceled. extra traction over the Sega guys, right? We didn't just right? steal it. Oh no, yeah. Uh, I mean, I usually do. I I basically download his videos and remove his vocal track with AI. Right, strip and I put it. Put my voice over it and then re-upload yeah, exactly. it to our That's website. What I do. That's right. No. And, and I, I put my voice over it. That's how it works. So. <laughs> Sorry no. about that, James. Not Ho sorry. Hopefully, uh, thank hopefully you for the free having their videos in our articles will help drive extra viewers. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I, no. No. I'm. I'm actually really excited with that. I kind of like that dynamic. It, it takes the pressure off making videos because. I know, right? Obviously, I can't do it right now. Yeah. James for said uh, reasons. Unless you want chat, to go, feel free, hey, guys. This is Patrick dying. Dying right now. Here's here's friggin' uh, Symphony of the Night. Uh, Something, something, Richter Belmont, and I fall asleep halfway through the video because I passed out. So today, you'll feel better eventually, Pat. Today <laughs> marks back with us eventually. Today marks the first Shiro show of 2024. And, yes, uh, it does. It's happy the, New it's, Year! It's the year of Saturn, guys. <laughs> I promise Can we still you. I say swear. Happy New Year! It's it's January. Sure, why 5th. not? It's just it's, it's is the this first like the week. last day. First know. week, okay. Through January yeah. 7th, you can still say it's not a faux pas. I pretty much say it to anybody I haven't talked to yet. Like happy new year, yeah. you know, yeah. the obligatory, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's the year of Saturn. I'm telling you, trust me. <laughs> the latest year of Saturn. The latest, the, the latest year of Saturn. It's the best, the latest and greatest year of Saturn. If I say so myself. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to my dad the other day and he's like, you know what you do with the, you know, I don't know, talking about all the history and stuff like that and uh, helping people remember what was great about it. I'm like, forget about the history. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm, I can't keep up with all the new stuff that's happening right. with this console, yeah, you know what I'm like, saying? Please, like, let uh, me catch a breath. And we got something new today. Yes. Yeah, we do. We, we, we may or may not have a little surprise for everyone at the end of the show. So Exactly. Right. So you better stay stick tuned. around. I'm doing a gameplay portion, Yay. and I'm dying here. So you nice. better stay, or Pat else is dying. I'm going to break He's, he's doing it sick. It. Yeah. I'll break Dan's leg specifically. Actually, you know, the, a, a the couple, other Dan, right? A couple not, not folks me. have been super sick. Sure. Audi's been super sick. He sure. just messaged me and he's been like Yikes. down for, for Audi sorely. <laughs> has been super oh. sick. I think Dan, uh, Mega Driver, was really sick for a while there the too. So, dude. and and Pat was sick. You, were, you guys were all sick at the same time. Poor guys. Yeah, I mean, it, it, didn't help, it didn't help. I coughed into a towel and sent it to each and every one of them. Mm -hmm. Pat. What did we yeah, told you about it was spreading a funny your plagues? Prank. Funny prank, yeah. funny prank. Yeah. Prank. At least you didn't mail some Danthrax to folks. Get it? Yeah, no, that I would be that bad. You wouldn't want to do that. Envelope full of Danthrax. Uh, you can't do that. <laughs> that sounds That's disgusting. Like I don't want to know what that, that implies. That sounds disgusting. And I last week he had that like huge oh, no. white sloppy pile. Sloppy gloop of Danthrax. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a sloppy gloop of it. Jeez. Oh, God. Oh, God, Pat. <laughs> anyway. Um, hey, so uh, real quick. Extinct uh, ban. We do. Let's let's move on to the pickups. What have you guys been doing? Yeah, what have you guys been up to? I posted about this on the server, but I finally got my uh, limited run games uh delivery and so one of those was the valis collection um shit, the first one got something did it come with a side yeah. of hamburger uh no no hamburgers <laughs> this time right any, 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 any squishy mess in there regular one no not another either and i also got jeremy Parrish's oh, amazing man. sg 1000 works oh wow Sexy. i uh, i 
I have not gotten a chance to like totally dive into the book. I just kind of read the first few pages of it uh, mm. the other day. I just got this a couple days ago, uh, but I love it. The pages are glossy. It's super. I drop my game. It's super heavy, and it just—it's a beautiful Don't book. Worry, game. Yeah. yeah, I watched all of his videos on the SG1000 because honestly, I knew almost nothing about that console hmm. before he did his series. So I really appreciate that he did that. It was really fun getting to you know learn that history and and see all those games you know sega's first console games so and he took all of you, that and made a book out of it so, so I, I had to buy it <laughs> snapshot impression what what do you mm. think of the console having consumed what you have oh uh well i mean it's it is super basic it's um like a step above an atari 2600 it's like a mm -hmm. ColecoVision, uh, you know right. um uh and, but it's like they it was like a work in progress because initially it had like atari like uh uh like a little joystick you know and mm -hmm. one button right and then it came out the same day as the uh famicom which of course has a what was a refinement at, at the time a d-pad mm -hmm. and two buttons right and starting to select and it's like sega saw that and was like oh that's a really good idea so mm -hmm. you know, a year later they released a new version of the sg1000 called uh, the uh mark ii that had a d-pad and ah. i think they added a second button to it right um and they made it so it didn't have to just stay tethered to the console either which the first version did you know it could, it could be taken off so it's like you right. know and then they refined it more at the mark three where they then went ahead and put a whole new uh video processor in there mm-hmm um, and which is you could almost call that just a whole new console. I think most people do with you know, which is called the Master System in the U.S. Um, but it's like it was just kind of this evolution for Sega of just kind of like figuring out how to do a home console. So right. I mean, the games are super simplistic. They're all from 1983, 84, 85. So they're not gonna blow your socks off. But I mean, you know, they they did have some some cool looking stuff. Uh, some cool-looking games, and they uh, were already starting to get into, like, licensed titles. They were licensing anime-based uh, games like Golgo 13 and stuff. So, uh -huh. you know, it's, it's really sick, interesting. Yeah, hey, so Trevo, it's, it's, how's it going? Neat. Uh, happy uh, Friday. Is anybody in the uh, anybody in the chat, in the YouTube chat, a fan of the SG-1000? Uh, let us know if you guys... <laughs> yeah, let us know uh, if you think you're... Wait, does the Master System coin. count, or is that a different system? All you can play the SG-1000 on the Master System. Everdrive. Yeah, oh, on the Master System the Everdrive. Processor. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of the Mega processor. Drive, but not the SG-1. There is one game I do like on the SG-1000. It's this one where you're watering plants as a girl. I can't remember the name of it, though. Girl's Garden. Girl's Garden. Girl's Garden. That game is sick, yeah. actually. Yeah. From, from Yuji Naka. Yes. Uh, program. I think it was his first game that he programmed. I think Double Dime um, said that already. Yeah, so, yeah, Double Dime, pack. Slow Coin said, <laughs> yeah, Double Dime is reading uh, my mind. Uh, Girls' Garden good. is sick, dude. That's right. It's Deep Scan SG-1000. I'm not sure, but if you give me a minute, I can oh, look yeah. it up in this Deep scan. Uh, comprehensive book. Could I be. Have it seems like, seems like it should be. You can play, fun fact, you can play Deep Scan uh, on Die Hard Arcade, yeah? Like at the beginning? I think there. Yeah, I think in the menu, yeah, there's like a little, uh, there's like a little, you could play Deep Scan, I think. It's just mm -hmm. one of the menu options. Yeah, uh... Shadowmask said Master System plus FM audio mod. Uh, I would go, honestly, my 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 weapon of choice would, would be uh, Mister for that. I also, do not see Deep Scan on mm. here. Okay. Like so that must have been a Master else. System game. Right. But honestly, I kind of want to I kind of want to bring my Mister into my bedroom. Well, that sounded wrong. I wanted to bring my my Mister hook up to the bedroom TV and play start playing retro stuff at night, just like random stuff. Yeah. 
and then Sounds sleep like with fun. it afterwards. But I put this down and I'll just sit here reading it while I'm on camera. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, that was that was my couple little pickups. I had bought these uh, as I think I said on the show previously mm-hmm. um, on Cyber Monday because they had like a little 15% off sale or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, oh well, this this will be like my birthday present to me, right? You know, like uh, they were both in stock, so I'm not going to get limited run games where they have to produce the things. And it's going to take eight months at least no yeah. they're in stock they'll just ship it right out to me i'll, I'll have them in you know a couple weeks tops yeah 36 you, days later are you gonna eat the book <laughs> i did not get them until after new year's so yeah. definitely Jeez, late for sucks. my birthday yeah but uh, i'm glad i have them uh at least you should yeah. eventually eat the book dude i think that'd be really funny. i am not going to eat the book that's on, your sickness book, talking cat Eat the yeah. book, Dan. It'd be it's funny. Cause you to say ridiculous funny, things. Funny, Let's talk funny about thing. Gex, baby. Double Dime wants to talk about Gex. Actual I just did. Healer. I said I'm gonna sleep with my mister. Sleep. <laughs> um, Pat, you got any pickups? You've been sick, so you picked up a virus. If I pick up, you mean by sickness? <laughs> then yes, I okay. got a hell of a pickup. It's called a bunch of cans of soup. Oh, I have good. a fu- I have a Saturn related story that's kind of funny. It's actually more oh, sad nice. than funny, but uh. Like a year ago, almost two years ago, some dude posts to offer up a Sega Netlink inbox, right? He actually, it's part of it's part of a larger Sega Saturn collection, you know, and he has everything spread out on the floor. Everything looks nice, right? Oh, I bet he's everything spread out on the floor, Dave. Just, just cut it out, Pat. <laughs> anyway, say, I don't need it, but sure, I would love to have a, you know, a box Netlink, right? So, you know, I offer him I, I, what it... At the time, two years ago, it would have been like, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks. Um, I was willing to go higher, but I wanted to see. He, he, he was like all for it, but then when we were getting ready to meet, he goes silent, and then he comes back with the listing like over 150 bucks or something, right? Because I guess he yeah. knew what he had, right? So I was like, right. okay, what, whatever. Business. No, no, it happens all the time, right? So I was like, no big deal. I move on. I have a net link. I don't have the box, but whatever. I, I don't need it. It was one of those things where it's like, if if I could get it, whatever. So okay, I, I'm but I kept following. Box. I kept following the feed, right? Just I kept following the listing, mm-hmm. yeah. just in case, you know. Two mm-hmm. almost two years goes by, right? And it still hasn't. He still hasn't sold it, right? He hasn't found his his money hut. So I I hit him up again, and I'm like, I noticed it's been on for like two years now. Uh, would you take sixty? You know, and mm-hmm. he's like. Yeah, I'll do sixty. Okay, because because well, he he'd, he'd, he'd cut the price he'd cut the price down a couple times, oh. right? And I'd see that he was okay. not selling it. He so I was like, okay, sixty. So go to meet with him. The, he at his storage unit because it's a storage unit, right? Uh-huh. He's got everything spread out. He's got a bunch of like game boxes oh, and just, like long box Saturn game stuff, right? Spread out. He's got the. The box has just been demolished. I don't know what happened over the Ugh. last two years, but it's got mold. It's got water damage. It's torn the hell up. Like Damn. you could, you couldn't. I would have to tape it in several places just to try to display it on a, on a I shelf. Like, dude, you know, I wouldn't even take this for free. It's the on my discs face. are me- the discs like the Se- Sega Rally and the virtual on disc are missing. He's like, I don't know where they are. I got to dig oh, into wow, my. Really? I got to dig into my storage unit. So I, he's like, but this is worth something, and he shows me like Madden '98, and I'm like. Uh, man, I'm no. like, yeah, I'm worth, copy of Matt for ten bucks, like, buddy. It is worth something. I I don't know that it's I've been like, How worth get something. Face, you know. But anyway, Honestly, at that point, I would, I would have rather showed up and, and you said he was spread eagle. But I grab it. I, I grab. But I, I take it anyway. And I open it up. The disc's gone. You know, like none of the disc. He's like, oh yeah, I, I I just remember I put all my discs in like this disc binder. And I'm like, okay, so 
you don't have, you basically don't, aren't ready to sell me anything, right? Because everything is in crap condition and all the discs are gone, right? You know, all the, all the paperwork was just like, he just had the, he was standing there with like half the unit, like spread out into the hallway, trying to like sort stuff out. And I was just like, mm. I was like, look, I was just like, guy, I'm so like, sorry. I'm so whatever, sorry. Dude. Like, I don't mean to be that guy, but like, I'm, I don't think we're doing business today. Like I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that sucks that you went all the way out there though. It, the it was, it was on you my know? way. Yeah. It was actually on my way home from work. So it wasn't a big deal, but. But again, it, what was sad was to see the Netlink cart with a big scratch on the front uh, when it didn't, mm. like two years ago, and it was perfectly fine in the listing. No. And I'm just thinking, like, if you would have just done business with me two years ago, you'd be yes. happy, I'd be happy. But now, like, two years have passed, and you have take you have just wrecked this stuff, you know. And I was yeah. like, that is sad. I feel bad for that Netlink. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh Which my god! Like, wars. Is that the the that guy? Oh, I hate that dude. The there is guy. a dude. There is a storage wars dude here in like Santee, which is like hmm. uh, a, a neighborhood or community over from me, and he buys storage lockers, right? And, on, and he's been on storage wars. And back yeah. in 2015, when I was picking up long boxes, I met with him, and he was like, "Yeah, I just bought this entire locker from a dude in Oceanside." And it was an entire pristine U.S. long box Saturn collection, and he wanted mm -hmm. big bucks for like everything. And I was I was able to like talk oh. some sense into him on a couple of items, but it wasn't mm -hmm. he he was like doing piecemeal. He was piecing everything out, and he wanted like no. max. And I was just like, that's just looking at these bins, and they were Rubbermaid bins, not his, but like the original person who stored them. They were like Rubbermaid mm -hmm. bins of absolutely pristine, never saw the light of day wow. like u.s long boxes and I, I felt so sorry for that person who like defaulted yeah. on their on their storage locker it happened that's so awful. sucked I, yeah, yeah i i sort of can't enjoy watching stuff like storage oh. wars because it just makes me think of yeah. you know how all that stuff in those lockers belonged to people yes and people who didn't want to lose those things right. it, like it feels like stealing to me i understand they signed a contract and they Right, weren't able to keep paying on the storage locker, and right. you know, okay, but still, all these people just like ravenously coming in and right. picking through all this other person's stuff, and then yeah. selling it off, and they have I mean, sometimes no they pass, it. It just, sometimes it they pass away. You know that happens to too. Me. Sometimes they, yeah, yeah, I guess that which isn't as bad, but like, no, but it's still bad because like you just think about like the person who owned this stuff, and he probably loved Sega Saturn, you know, or he probably loved yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's it's really sad. It, it it has happened a couple times, and it's always sad to see. Like I even feel guilty picking up some of the games because I'm like, yeah, this is somebody else's like beloved Saturn collection. You know, it's being pieced out. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and no, I know exactly what you mean. And, and yeah, it's, I, I, my, my advice to folks is try, please don't keep your stuff in storage lockers. It's kind of like that. The house always wins kind of thing, you know, like, yes, you yeah. can. It costs a lot of money and it's not a sure thing. Uh, if you have space at home or you have like a, yeah, like I, for me, it's like, or if I stuff have, that's not important, I man. downsize, I, I would rather downsize and hold on to what's important then try to mm -hmm. put a bunch of stuff in a storage locker because yeah. I feel like it's a losing game, you know? Malenko At the end of the day, that... like, you could you literally lose all your stuff and you do everything right. It's like, oh, we sold the wrong locker. Sorry. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I would sue them. I would sue them if that happened. Yeah. yeah. So like, Malenko Lord. said, dying isn't as bad as defaulting on storage payments? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't feel as bad about a storage locker being picked through uh, that belonged to someone who had died. 
you know, because it's mm-hmm. not like that person is now going to live with the fact that all their possessions have been lost and they can't get them again. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gone. Like that's yeah. that, but like someone who's still alive and they just, they couldn't keep up with the payments or whatever. Yeah. And now all their possessions are just basically being stolen from them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's also, what makes me feel bad. It's also gutting to see folks who like store all their stuff down in a basement and it gets flooded. And my mm, recommendation yeah. for folks who do like, cause you got to do what you got to do. And if, if, if your basement is like your game room, get shelves for everything like and keep them you know so that everything is basically up off of the floor like at least a foot off the mm-hmm. floor you know so if your if your basement does flood then you know the least you have to you know you really just have to worry about like moisture you know but uh but yeah that that always sucks uh, i do have happens. a lot of games in my basement but thankfully i uh i they put new sewers in uh, a mm-hmm. number of years ago. Yeah. And so we haven't had any flooding problems in our basement mm-hmm. since uh, that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, you know, stuff is in shelves. I actually had stuff in like cardboard boxes for a while. And right. I'm like, you know what? I need shelving units for this. Yeah. So I do have stuff in shelving units. And uh, yeah, if there was something that was happening, I could just pull stuff off those bottom shelves real quick. Pizza hotline yeah, in chat. advice, I would say move to As- Arizona. Yeah, is the best thing <laughs> there you go. as a game collector. Honestly, you're not wrong. I like we've talked about this before, but aside from like keeping your stuff out of any kind of ultraviolet light, you know, um, Arizona is a great place. I'm sure Texas is great for it too. You know, northern Texas. Yeah, literally, get, get a if you guys are worried about ultraviolet lights, get the blackout curtains. I have like, I yeah. have like them on all my windows. Uh, keep your stuff in closed shell and closed like shelving units. Yeah. That's usually a good way to go about. And I mean, like if you're, I have... but not everybody can move to Arizona, so it's just like work, take right. care of your stuff wherever you are. Like if you're in Florida, you need to think about desiccant packets for things, you know, to to absorb the moisture, you know, because Florida mm-hmm. is one of those places where you you find like the wavy manuals, you know, like the water damage stuff. Mm-hmm. Even even if it's not direct water damage, it'll be like paper gets kind of wavy, you know. Yeah. Uh, that just happens, you know. But uh, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> wow, we got off on a tangent. Let's talk about some we news. Did. Let's talk about some okay. news. I don't know. We can go back to talking about Pete if you want. Yeah, that's okay. Um, uh, I think we have to start with the editor's corner podcast that went up earlier this week. Yeah, let's see here. Of course, editor's Patreon uh, patrons had access to that uh, last week, but it's up for the public to listen to uh, as of uh, oh, did January second. Okay, so it seems like we talked about this, but maybe not. So yeah, uh, but I think I'm, you, I'm always you happy to. Last I'm, ha- week that I'm happy to talk about this as much as possible because I love, you know, putting the spotlight on rock stars in our community. And I know mm-hmm. jo- Joe would not want to be called a rock star or anything like that, but I mean, <laughs> dude worked for like five or six years on this, like perfecting it and making it. And, and not even he could have quit you know he could have quit when it was voip he could have quit when it was the early days of the tunnel but no like he mm-hmm. he he stopped when it was like perfect basically and everybody could use it easily and stuff like that you know he kept working on it and i'm sure it could still it could still be worked on but as it is for right now i think that we're in a good place uh joe sega rpg fan uh he described himself as a problem solver and tinkerer, not a, not a programmer or anything like that. Just uh, somebody who finds a problem and uh, refuses to to stop until he solves it. And mm-hmm. um, he and Zayden had had a role to play. You know, did a lot of testing back in the day, and has also helped bring back the Netlink Zone. So just you know, I'm I'm hugely thankful to Joe for resurrecting 
online net play uh, via the Netlink and XBand modems uh, for the community. And we have a, we have a really awesome online community with probably like 30, 35 people on that roster. I haven't counted recently, but, and, and of course, and we have double dime here in the chat who goes by Slowcoin mm -hmm. on, um, on YouTube. But I mean, he is kind of our de facto tournament organizer, um, and expert on all of the online stuff at this point. He's done, yep. he's done it all. He's done the VoIP stuff. He's done what is it that that weird uh what what is that what is that other method that folks do uh dialing parsec dialing parsec manually? he's done the parsec stuff oh. you know which is really that's that's really niche like i haven't figured out how to do that yet but if you guys have any questions about saturn online double dime or slow coin here is your man also uh joe um knight of dragon knows everything there is to know and can help you guys but if anyone needs to get their uh their saturn online um we have like a fact on our website under the menu here uh resources online net play and it'll walk you through getting your saturn online and what you need to do it'll walk um, you through and walk you off the plank but yeah we have joe to thank for making that possible via this tunnel uh that he coded up in python and made it as as a simple distributable that folks can just download and double click and run the script and it auto updates itself. It double click it double dime. Yeah, you get a lot of doubles. So listen to if you have time, uh, listen to the story about how he did it, how how he created it, and how he went from just uh, driving over to his friend's house with a burned disc and doing the swap trick, and then driving back to his house and doing like old you know analog phone line netlink to where we are today to swap his friend like three times probably asked yeah. in chat is this a good time for an update on the x-band packs i think he means the ones that uh shiro bought last year uh, to, yeah 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 uh, this is a good time yeah so we we've got uh i decided to keep all of them you yeah can have pat's gonna keep all of them. And, i think we've got rub your feet all over so them, we've right? got four, exactly we've had feet picks okay we've had 14 people uh We've had 14 people from our insider, from our Patreon uh, pool, basically fill out the uh, interest list. And I think that at this point, we'll probably need to put it out to the public, at least to to our public Discord. Because that and means just we have, have six more, right? Have yeah, we have like six more spots of interest, basically. <laughs> and have folks pile on there. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get around to basically like sending out like a PayPal invoice to folks for just the flat amount, um, that they can pay and then we'll ship them out to folks. And I think how it's going to okay. work since, since Knight has them physically is that, um, we'll handle like the label, uh, we'll handle the label and we'll just like, I'll just send the label over to Knight as a PDF that he can print and slap it on and ship it out. I think is how it's going to work. Um, but yeah, so we're getting close to that. And uh, the, the only reason that we're not there is because of the holidays. <laughs> so just get, bear with us and we'll get there. Uh, we need to, and James says, we need to get a UK online contingent going for Saturn. I very much agree. Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. So be good. yeah, that would be great. Um, so yeah, definitely folks, uh, sh oh, you know, kudos and shouts to Joe. He deserves a lot of, uh, kudos and shouts. And I hope thank that, you, Joe. I hope thank folks you. partake. Thank you, Joe, Mama. The best, the best thing you can do is go play your Saturn online, honestly, that he, cause he loves to see folks actually getting use out of it and enjoying it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, next up is a Best of Saturn NBA yep. Jam Tournament Edition. Yeah. NBA Jam Tournament Edition pumped up the jam. <laughs> Pump up the jam. From the Pump title's first up. iteration, yeah, up, up. retaining its progenitors two-on-two over-the-top exaggerated arcade-style basketball fun while adding player substitutions, in-game commentary by the legendary Tim Kitzrow. Boom, shakalaka. Not to mention a playable course, Tim Kitzrow. <laughs> that's right. And, of course, a tournament Kitzrow. mode. The Saturn port of the arcade thriller is excellent with large fast moving sprites lots of color and solid gameplay is better it is the better of the two nba jam titles on saturn highly agree <laughs> i do not like extreme at all <laughs> no. Uh, no it was I so much better it. it was so much better as a 2d game like it just when they tried to go 3d with it it just didn't work it wasn't Here's the same my thing though should they play the original tournament edition or should they play walrus edition walrus edition oh uh why not we're it's 2024 let's play walrus edition you know Straight, yeah. straight down the middle. Um, and uh, <laughs> what what does Toon Dave mean? Oh, did I go robot? No. It didn't sound like it to me. Oh, okay. You, you pump up, maybe it's a pump up the jam reference. I haven't listened to that song in about oh. two decades. So, Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Keep your body thumping, body right? Thumping. Yeah. Um, anyway, awesome game. Folks should definitely try it if they haven't. You know, I had um, that for my alarm for like 10 years. Nice. I like must have worked for thing. you. So it here's did. an here's an interesting fact. Okay, so mm. I've had. It's always interesting when you get somebody to try these games who has no memory or nostalgia of them and kind of give you their opinion. Mm-hmm. I had my son Jesse play uh, NBA Jam on the Genesis, right? And he mm-hmm. was loving it. Love. I mean, this was when I got my Genesis kind of hooked up with RGB and everything, and so I was like on this Genesis kick, right? So I had him playing yeah. NBA Jam, and he was just loving the hell out of it, pl- asking to play it when he came home from school. And then I was like, okay, so this you, you played the Genesis version. Let's play the Saturn version and see wh- what you think, you know? And the controller is familiar because it's like the same kind of, essentially the same kind of six-button layout, right? And yeah. uh, But he liked the Genesis version better. And it was hmm. for the strangest wow. reason. He said that it was because the Saturn version moved too fast. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, wow. that's interesting. Because, you know, the Genesis like version the is the Genesis version is a little bit more laggy, right? You know, it's it mm-hmm. just is. And uh, he said the same thing for Road Rash, too. He prefers Road Rash 2 over the Saturn version of Road Rash. The, arguably, the mm. Saturn version of, of both of these games are is smoother and just more fluid. And it is fast. Mm-hmm. It does play very fast. But I guess at, by the same logic, like, you have to have really fast twitch timing, you know? Whereas uh, the Genesis... Because don't have respect for frame rate. You know, like, so there is slowdown in the Genesis games, and I guess he uses it to his advantage or whatever. But, yeah, so <laughs> Genesis Road yeah, Rash is the best. Yeah, it just feels more comfortable to him. It feels more comfortable to him. And he has no nostalgia or rose-tinted glasses to go off. He's just going off it like, this is, I would rather play the Genesis version. Like, that's interesting. Okay. So, but but I still recommend folks play this, because it is the, like, completely decked out version of the game. Um, decked so, out. Um, okay, next up is the article that Dan wrote about uh, Dracula. New Castlevania patch adds English text and speech. Hit and it. some other changes as well. We're calling this Ultimate Version 1.0, I guess? Paul Met? Uh, yeah, it's the Ultimate Version uh, of Castlevania. Ultimate yeah, so uh, Paul Met uh, of Medusa Team um, had put out uh, you know, like a, a patch for... 
the castle the version of Castlevania Symphony of Night that is on Saturn, which of course only came out in Japan and was called Nocturne in the Moonlight, uh, or a, you know, a, a Japanese name. Um, yeah, classic. I can Castlevania, a Japanese name. Uh, Akumajo Dracula X Gekka no Yaso Kyoku. Of course. There we go. Um, anyway, so they had put out a patch. Uh, good, yep, it does. Uh, so they put out a patch a couple years ago that made a bunch of um, changes that kind of fix or attempt to fix the graphics and uh, the loading speeds and that sort of thing for this game because the Saturn port, of course, is notorious for having um, kind of a, a bad port job. Um, but like the main knock on it was that it didn't have anything translated aside from like a couple of menus, um, all the dialogue, all the item names, everything was still in Japanese. Um, so now, uh, this week, uh, well, actually on, wasn't on new year's day, I believe, um, they came with a new version of their patch. And it is called the Ultimate Edition. The previous one was called the Extended Edition. And it retains all of those graphical uh, improvements, like uh, adding transparencies in um, mm-hmm. and trying to unstretch some of the sprites that are horizontally stretched on the Saturn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it adds in the English uh, voiceovers and um, on-screen script from the PSP version of uh, Symphony of the Night. So instead of the original PS1 version, which is um, a little more hokey, I guess, but a lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for that one. So right. there has been some criticism of that. Um, but I mean, there's also a case to be made for using the PSP version right. of the script since it is a, it does take itself a little more seriously and it's a little more professional. So um, that's the one they wanted to go with. And so that's what they did. Yep. Um, I have some opinions on this one. Uh I like uh, first of all, I don't want to say that anything I'm gonna say is a takeaway with what I think about the the port. I really like they did a great job on it. They made it in fully in English, which is really cool. Uh, I just have issues like I'm not a big fan of the alternate construction that they use for Richter. I kind of would have preferred if they. I know I'm a fan of keeping it like period accurate. I know Dave and I are in the same thing. Like especially when we uh, put oh, together the police knots thing. Richter, no, just Richter's like, uh, outfit. Like, yeah, just like putting it as a like making it release as it was at the time. Like you know, if it was a release, they would have looked like this. So I'm more of a fan of making it more accurate to how it would be released. So if I would have done this, I would have done the PSP the the PS1 version of the voice and not mm-hmm. change the costume on Richter. Just mm-hmm. in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and and to be clear, that this co- they did change which costume that Richter wears by default when you just start mm-hmm. up a, a game. Um, but the alternate costume does exist in the unedited version of Castlevania. It just, you have to hold up and press A when selecting a character to see it. Mm-hmm. And so now that costume, the alt- what was the alternate costume is now the default, and you have to hold up and press A to see the what was the original costume um, with right. Paul Matt's patch. So, okay. okay. Um, so you can, yeah, but, you can pick the yeah, option you can of changing. Pick, yes, you have the you option. Yeah. yeah, you hold up and press A. I mean, personally, um, I'm, I'm impressed. Which one? <laughs> I'm impressed by a lot of the stuff that this patch offers. And and to be honest with you, as somebody who for years would just basically default to the PlayStation, playing the PlayStation version, because it's yeah. kind of like the PlayStation version. It's the definitive, <laughs> you know, like I like the fact that there's that the Saturn patch, this isn't to be contrarian with what Pat just said, because I do completely understand that side of thinking. And I, part of me would like it to just be like matching the PlayStation one to one. 
Um, mm -hmm. But the other part of me thinks, you know, it's nice to have the Saturn version be different, continue to be different from the PlayStation version and give yeah. folks a reason to want to play mm -hmm. this one over the PlayStation. You know, I mean, you do, you already had certain exclusives on the Saturn version, but like with this, you know, a lot of folks were really railing on this for like the font that was used. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just the, the font itself or the fact that it kind of like loads in as he talks rather than just like loading in smoothly yeah i guess the way that's the such game a nitpicky is coded yeah it's it's is, the way the game is coded yeah, yeah it displays so, like, text yeah. at the same rate as mm -hmm. the speech um well the other thing is that the text um it appears it can appear like halfway through an english word mm -hmm. and that's because the way uh, and i haven't looked in his code but i'm i'm sure this is pretty much why the way the grad the the text is being stored in the game is that each set of dialogue uh lines you know each person's you know whatever they're saying in a particular box that's all stored as one big graphic right. some translations they have you know an alphabet and they can just choose uh you know okay here i want the letter b and here i want the letter e and here i want the letter c mm -hmm. and then it'll just it'll draw each letter in um but with castlevania apparently it's just one big chunk of, t of of imagery uh being used for the text you know tiles mm -hmm. and so it's just printing whatever's there uh yeah. in that block of graphics and so since uh japanese has a little bit more of a, a formalized width for all of its kana um you can get away with that and just have it drawing in 16 pixel chunks and uh it won't be cutting any kana off um, it'll right. be consistent, but English letters are, you know, variable width. And so you're sometimes getting a tile being drawn that's in cutting off one letter. So for a, a brief moment, a split second, you're seeing just half of a letter and then the next half of the letter and a few more letters will come in on the next tile. Right. Um, like a, a way to kind of avoid that would be to like use a more formalized width of a, of a font um, so that your letters will be falling exactly at the end of a tile or exactly at the beginning of the next tile. Mm -hmm. Like when I worked on bulk slash, I drew my own fonts and I made sure that my letters were doing that. They were falling in between, but that wasn't necessarily an aesthetic choice. It was more like, I didn't know how much space we'd have. Mm -hmm. And so I thought we might have to be reusing like two letter tile chunks mm -hmm. later if we ran out of room and, uh, so I did as like a safeguard before I realized we had plenty of room. We didn't know at the time. Right. Um, so you can't really do that though. when you're using like a nice stylized font, like the one that they chose for uh, the Palmette Castlevania patch. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's a little jarring. It's not what you usually see with, um, with games that have English text in them, but yeah. the, there is a technical reason behind why it's doing that. Um, and is it really the end of the world? I don't. I don't think it is. But no, maybe it I really mean, seems really bothering bother me at all. It's like okay, it's just a a thing. They can't re yeah. rewrite the entire writing, their entire algorithm like they did for the PS One version. I mean, if they English. did it differently yeah. to please some guy on the internet, then a bunch of other people would be unhappy. You know, so it's like. If if they had gone with the old translation, then a bunch of people who hate that translation would be upset, you know. So it's like you can't you can't caution, win. Like, why did you, you and know. I mean, Dan, you're like you said, you're no stranger to this. Having done bulk slash, you guys got a bunch of you know unwanted 
an unasked for you know i mean, well, I mean criti criticism is fine in the game yeah Dan. criticism why is fine but it, it's game. always like the if i did this or you know you know it's like well you yeah. didn't <laughs> you didn't and you're not going to <laughs> you know? right at the end so, of the day it's like you know everyone is entitled to their opinions on on things um but there is a way to voice those opinions respectfully and right. not in a rude way mm -hmm. and yeah, you know, also at the end of the day, if you want a patch to be different, if you want, you know, a game to be translated or mm -hmm. edited differently, then you should just do it yourself. You know, this is how this person or this group of people did mm -hmm. it. This yeah. is their work and you can take it as it is. It doesn't have to be the definitive version. Anyone you can know start the best part about it. Patch. There's two. There's like five other versions of this game to play. You could play Knight's version. Which right. Translates yeah, no, the stuff, and it right. and it fixed the map, and it has a uh, Japanese uh, audio. So if you like subs, right? Nutty Dragon put out a patch for this a, a good couple years ago that uses the PS1 script. So I don't know why everyone's complaining. Well, this doesn't have the PS1 script. All right, we'll go play Nutty Dragon's version. So you know, that speaking one speeds of, up the the start menu too. Speaking <laughs> of Night of Dragons, uh, Anthony's version, can you yes. can I pick your brain a little bit about that since you've played Go both ahead. of them recent? Okay, so you've played both of them recently and it's fresh in your mind. What are yeah. the biggest? What are like the biggest takeaways? The biggest differences, in your opinion? Right. So um, Night of Dragon did not attempt to make a bunch of graphical changes, like adding in transparency where there was mesh or uh, fixing the some of the horizontal stretched. Mm -hmm. um sprites which paul metz does mm -hmm. um he wasn't interested in that he really just wanted to do uh really just two things one was to get an english translation into the game and two was to um fix that god-awful start menu that takes mm -hmm. uh, i timed it by the way four seconds oh. on uh, uh yeah on the the original game to come mm -hmm. up when you press the start button because four seconds shit yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, because Night, Night Dragon found that what it was doing every time you hit the start menu was it was doing a fresh load in the memory of uh, like an entire kanji font seat font sheet. Um, and that was taking forever. So and since you don't need all of that, especially when you're translating the menu into English, um, you only need so many English letters. He just deleted that font sheet and it made uh, made everything load up quite a bit faster. I believe it drops down to three seconds no uh uh sorry i don't have it in front of me but i was trying to do timings of it i think it does load up um in two seconds right. instead of four uh it still yeah. takes it still takes like three seconds to come back into the game mm -hmm. um from from uh from being in the start menu actually no i think i have that reversed it takes three seconds in the stock game right. to get into the start menu, and that takes four seconds to return to the game. Um, with Knight's Patch, three seconds drops down to two seconds to get into the start menu. It still pretty much takes the same amount of time to get back out. Um, Paul Matt's Patch, in which he's done, I don't know what to make the start menu load up faster. Um, I think part of it oh, is using similar. the four megabyte uh, extend, expanded RAM cartridge, which is what I tested it with, so it is may that, be slower without Is that, that required? Cartridge. Uh, it's just optional. You don't need it for this patch, but okay. if it detects it, it will use it and load data in to speed up loading throughout the game, including with the start menu, where uh, it's dropped down to just one second to get into the start menu, which I've, feels amazing. When I've you're noticed with it. Paul's patch, though, it when you start up the game, it caches data for a while, right? 
You and do that, have to wait a good, I don't know, 30 seconds or something right. with a, a cute little animation of Sonic hanging Sonic off with hanging. the words now caching. Um, now, now yeah, Knight's version doesn't cartridge. do that. Knight's version, doesn't... Knight's version does not use the 4 megabyte cartridge at all. No. Oh, okay, right. Okay, so that's why it has to cache data because it's using the cartridge. It's caching, yeah. If oh, okay. you didn't have a cartridge attached uh, or you didn't have a cartridge selected with your emulator of choice, which I was testing this with an emulator. I haven't tested on real hardware yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it will not do that caching screen, I'm sure. I got gotcha. you. So, and it probably will load a little slower without that too. Uh, right. Like a lot of the retail games for the Saturn that did use the um, one megabyte uh, mostly the one megabyte expander RAM cartridge, they would only use it just um, to like pre-cache stuff at, at boot up and mm-hmm. then speed up the loading throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you see that on the back of the discs, you know, it's in Japanese, but it says uh, what the benefit of the cartridge is and it's just to speed up loading. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like the most obvious thing to do with that cartridge if you're not making like a 2D fighter, <laughs> you know, that needs sure. to just like very quickly load sprite data you know, at a split second. But you still get so. the transparencies and everything without it, without the cart, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is crazy, that. which is crazy that they Doesn't were able to that. they were able to figure out how to get the true the transparencies in there when Konami wasn't, you know, able to figure it out. I or know. I don't know, wasn't able to do it, it is by the deadline. Really, they probably had a they had probably a couple more less stress to be But it's all, but they're hacking it, right? They're yeah. hacking the game, uh, you know, to do that, right? Ha- Konami had the source code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy to think about, like, how they're able to get those transparencies to work when they're just, like, hacking the memory. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, there are there are a lot of other uh, um, bonuses that were that are in Paul Matt's patch that are not in Night of Dragons. Like, uh, you can instantly get into the uh, map. I think that's what I put in my story by holding up and pressing A. Pre- oh, start. Hold up and press start uh, while you're playing the game, and it'll give you access to the global map right away. Mm-hmm which is not in the regular game. Um, they added a hard mode. Uh, and, um, you know, the start menu does load up faster. Oh, I did write it down. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, start, it loads up in two, in a three, in one second, and then it gets back into gameplay in 2.8 seconds instead of four seconds. I wasn't oh, able I gotcha. to spit that out a minute yeah. ago. I think, I think there's, a, there's a valid reason to play either one of the patches, too. Sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing that Knights does that also is done by Paul Metz um, is that you can press start to skip through cutscenes. Mm. Um, so that is another nice thing that uh, Knight was able to do with his patch. Knight had so mentioned a quality uh, of life. Knight had mentioned thing. something about the transparencies not being like one hundred percent. Like they don't, they don't. I, I was interested in that. I think he was talking about like a rainbow effect or something when you jump or something. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if he could speak, uh, speak to that more in the comments or or in chat. He's here, but uh, at least in the in the <laughs> YouTube comments, so I can explain that to folks. But essentially, I mean, it, as impressive as they are, they're still not what they are on playstation you know they don't they don't work exactly the same way um but yeah, it's and, but and it, like a mm. sega lord x put out a video uh, just this afternoon about this patch and he did point out that there are a couple of spots where they weren't able to get transparencies working mm-hmm. um i imagine it must be that they couldn't get it to work and not that they just had an oversight because i mean right this is they just did an update to this patch after two years they have plenty of time to notice the stuff and then they're so meticulous i'm sure yeah. paul met knew but uh, there's right. like an underground caverns area with a lot of water, mm-hmm. and the water is still mesh, and um, uh, and uh, oh, and when you turn into like a misty cloud, you can have your character turn into mist. Mm-hmm. You are still mesh in that case, 
So right. there's a couple of spots that he did call out um, as being a little bit of a disappointment, but I mean, it's still impressive everything they did do with this patch. Yeah, I know, did it's pretty impressive. I really like what they did with it. And I do have my nitpicks, but it's like at the end of the day, I can just play another one if I'm not really happy with the changes in there. So it's like, yeah. But to me, yeah. I think it's pretty impressive. I think it might be a lot of people's go tos. I think there's a little bit I'm not as excited for that I'd be compared to if they changed that and did it the original way but mm -hmm. I'm I'm happy with about it I'm glad people have an option to play it this way there want. were a couple of I guess you could say unnecessary changes that Paul met mm -hmm. made or artistic choices I guess um, yeah with this patch that weren't related to fixing slowdown or adding transparencies or translating the game mm -hmm. and that's like when you're uh choosing your character when you're starting a new file mm -hmm. um they change the portraits to use ones from an art book instead of the default ones right um that you know that might rub some people the wrong way the art style is different um and they uh you know and, and like pat mentioned the they changed which outfit is the default one that you start with. I don't know if there's some kind of a plot or lore reason to that. I don't. I'm not really a Castlevania guy. The thing about but, it is that, um, um, is that, that in Castlevania, the, bit, I guess. the one they use, they use the Ronald Blood one, where it has the the headband mm -hmm. and the, which is which is understandable. They just cycled it from Rondo, mm -hmm. and this mm -hmm. one it uses the actual him and his costume on the cover of a, uh, of Simping the whole jacket and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's more in line with his portrait. But I think in actually in, in um, Dracula X, the PSP version, they do fix it so he's in his uh, actual like costume from Symphony on that one. Yeah, hmm. but in in the in the intro there, when, uh, that's supposed to be like years before, right? That's supposed to have right. continuity yeah. with sure. Rondo, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, be during what, Rondo. I noticed that I noticed John Lineman kind of uh, you know voiced his concern about like the background with the pixel width i guess you know which i don't think can be changed i think that's probably something that if if they could change it they would have by now um yeah. you know and that's just the saturn's resolution i think um yeah so yeah the original game which they were using as a base to port this to the saturn the original game on the playstation one mm -hmm. was rendered in a resolution that the saturn is not capable of doing because the saturn has certain resolution modes right um that you set uh, to display your whole game. You can't just like pick an arbitrary number. Um, and so the PlayStation version runs in 256 by 224, I believe, mm -hmm. while the smallest, uh, like the, that's like a lower resolution than the Saturn can even display. <laughs> um, so in other words, the Saturn is not able to be sucky enough to match the PlayStation's sucktitude. So uh, <laughs> what they had to do was they had to stretch these graphics rather than totally redrawing all of them, I guess. It was less work and faster and cheaper. Right. They just stretched the graphics horizontally mm -hmm. to get them to display on a resolution that the Saturn does have, um, which you know is bigger, hence they had to stretch it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why those are like that. Uh, you know, another, and I, so I, I did want to point out, you know, the couple of, um, kind of artistic differences that they made with Paul Metz patch, uh, to then point out that Knight of Dragons patch does not make those changes. So if some of those changes do bother you, you know, Knight of Dragons, um, patch is available for you and does still have, uh, you know, a couple quality of life things like a, a faster, um, start menu and being able to press start, skip through cutscenes. So, you know, there's still value to that one. 
in addition to having that nostalgic PS1 uh, um, translation. Like, I don't think either of these patches should be trashed uh, for any reason, you know, especially because, I mean, uh, Night of Dragons patch has been out for a good couple of years. Um, and he has been working on a lot of other things, too, you know, in the Saturn community. Um, and not to say Paul Met hasn't, he certainly is a, a prolific Saturn hacker and he works on PS1 games and other, uh, you know, games for other systems, too. Um, but I mean, he has clearly prioritized putting effort into doing all these graphical changes, and that's, you know, nothing against Knight. He's put his time toward other things. So, uh, yeah, you know, a... they both have value, and, and neither of them deserve to be criticized, uh, you know, uh, maliciously, I guess, for um, things that the other one doesn't do. I think the behavior or the the thought process, okay, so Saturn is a pretty niche console, and I think folks yeah. haven't really come around to realizing the fact that it's you know there 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 are probably going to be like if you if you go to the genesis or the mega drive you go to like sonic games there's like a million patches out there for those games right yep and i mean maybe folks have been under the impression that oh well saturn is so niche we, the most we can ever hope for is one patch for each game you know and that's just going to be it right but i mean mm -hmm. it, as as it gains popularity and and there's a ton of fans out there for these games and everybody has a different idea about what makes it the ultimate patch you know we're going to see multiple patches for single games you know and that's a normal thing on any other console i think folks just aren't used to that idea yet that you know saturn's actually popular enough now that that some of its games are going to get multiple patches you know just because yeah, there's yeah. enough fans out fine. there that want to see different things yeah so i mean if you if you've been around those scenes you know like the the sonic fan patching and fan game scene you know it already but with with saturn mm -hmm. i think it's just maybe folks need to get used to that that you know you're going to see multiple patches for games yeah and all and all honesty though i think when it comes to the the Sonic patches, I think the only correct patches, and that's the one I think everyone agrees with, is the anatomically correct Sonic uh, character patch, which I think everyone uses, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, okay, 100%. so flying right past that, uh, we had what? We had two. We had two patches for Baroque, right? Uh, you had uh, yeah, you had yeah. Uh, yeah, the sure. bastard Baroque patch, both mm -hmm. being worked on by completely different folks. And I mean, it, mm -hmm. it, simultaneously, you have the patch over on the on the PlayStation and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more, you know, somebody comes along, an entire team comes along and redoes Stellar Assault SS because they, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think that's going to More power to them, man. They get right? subtitles on screen. Yeah, Go good, ahead. good luck topping <laughs> what you guys did. But uh, no, seriously, Wait, it's Wolford just... Rim later voice every character? It's actually pretty <laughs> normal, though. It's actually pretty normal for... You know, yeah. con consoles as they gain popularity, and there are huge, you know, followings behind certain games that you're going to see different, different, uh, different takes on what it should be, quote unquote. Yeah. So you know that's cool. I, I, I more power to them. And actually, I, I think there's a lot good going for this patch. So I definitely recommend folks give it a shot and yeah, decide for themselves. We're not saying not downloading it. Like I, I have my opinions, but I mean, like everyone else in my life, just ignore them and play it yourself and check it out. Well, I mean, yeah, for and me, the I, download link yeah. for those who are wondering, I'll just say real quick, Dave, is uh, at the it's in the comments of the YouTube video that yeah. Paul met uploaded. And we do have that mm -hmm. YouTube video embedded in our story on our website. But um, mm -hmm. uh, and I did link to the because he has hosted on Mega uh, NZ. He didn't put it on like ROM hacking or Sega Extreme or anything. It's just a Mega 
uploaded a 7-zip file with the patch <laughs> files. And it, it isn't a yeah. Sega Saturn patcher file either. It's um, kind of interesting and fairly mm-hmm. elegant. It's just it's got like a, a, a batch file, a start.bat file. And you just throw a copy, an unedited copy of Castlevania into the folder with it, right. Dracula mm-hmm. X. And then you just double click the start.bat file and it will do everything and delete all the patch files afterward, like clean up after itself and leave you with a patch version of Castlevania. So Mm -hmm. that is a pretty elegant way to do it. Very nice. Yeah, very good and very easy. I definitely recommend people check it out. And Sasquatch Times said, but when do we get anatomically correct to Mr. Bones? I'm pretty sure he already is. (laughs) Yeah, we already have that. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's already by default, unless there's something... Unless you're thinking there's something that's a bone that's not a bone that you think should be there, which is he missing in that a bone? Case, I think you need to get uh, go to a health class and check that out. <laughs> okay. Night of Dragon said you need a very specific build, uh, I guess, of the game with his method of patching, uh, and it leaves weird garbage in the ISO. Um, I wasn't aware of that. I, I hopefully that doesn't uh, affect the game at all. The weird garbage in the ISO. Yeah, yeah. They should probably get the garbage out of there. It's not a place, good place to gar- put garbage. I will say though, now that most folks I don't think are burning discs anymore, it's not a matter of running out of discs on your spindle, you know, to to burn another patch. We're, we have the you luxury. Know, a lot of people out there. There, are, there discs. are. I don't mean to like misrepresent, but I mean we're living in a day and age where we we are spoiled for options uh, for ODEs on Saturn, and so. You know, it's it, it and a lot of decent emulators too. And, and for a lot of folks, like it's okay if you have like three different versions of the game, like the original, the you know mm-hmm. night version, and then the Medusa version. You know, on the same ODE, why not? You know, if you sure. have the space on your SD card, why not? That's that's how I I'm do. Gonna... I have all I have all three on there. There you go. Um, but uh, moving right along. I, I yes. think we could probably move along. Uh, let's see. I, I think you're zooming on on Dan's face just for the just for the love of it. That's zoom, okay. Zoom in on Dan's face here. Nobody, just nobody needs to get a closer think, look at that. Oh, I don't know that that worked. Like that did not work. <laughs> Good. I don't know. I'm glad it did. That did the opposite <laughs> of work. Everyone just look at his face and imagine it zoomed in. So these are not articles. These are just like repostings of the the shows, yeah, right? That's me. Okay. It that's me not happened. being sick and able to actually put the audio version of the podcast up. This, yeah, and are we going to talk about the YouTube banners to them afterwards? So, Dan, you wrote this up on the website, but we've talked about this two shows in a row now. The yeah, we don't have to talk about it again, okay. but we needed a story about it on the website. And for Much people appreciate. at home listening and don't know what we're talking about, I wrote a story uh, today about a, the Frog Bull video showing his homebrew prototype of Final Fantasy VII running mm-hmm. on Saturn, which is super yes. cool, and everybody should check it out. We have Definitely. the video embedded in our story on the website. So nice. Uh, there you go. But yes, we have talked about that on the Shiro show before. So we, have we to also have the we also include in the article linked a full full ISO download pirated download oh, I of wish. Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. So remake. if you want to play that game on PC, <laughs> you can download the full legal copy download of it. Yeah. No one listen to Pat. This is satire only. Asterisk. Legal disclaimer. All right. Um, next up, uh, so this I guess went up on the third, but everybody kind of found out about it today. Thanks to Martin Evans, who told James, who told me, who told me. It's like a game of telephone. But yeah, no, it was like check this out. So apparently, Hot Rod X is a member, longtime member of Sega Extreme and SGDK mm-hmm. communities. 
and he posted this little demo of a home, not a port, but a homebrew rebuild or recreation of Konami's 1992 X Men arcade uh, game, like the six player arcade demo. Using the original art assets, exactly. They they ripped those, right? Uh, They're apparently working on it and planning to finish and release. It looks really awesome. I'll play the video for you in a minute um, when we talk about it. But while the arcade board was basically based on uh, like a beefed up version of the Sega Mega Drive Genesis, this reconstruction essentially seeks to rebuild the game using uh, SGL, Sega Graphics Library, and uh, the original game art and music assets that have been ripped uh, with the help from uh, community members. Included in the menu is this message from the developer. This is an attempt to recreate the hit Konami arcade game. No source code from the original game was involved, so a lot of guesswork and approximations were implemented. It's also very buggy. This is my love letter to the early 90s arcade games that never got home ports for contemporary 16 or 32-bit consoles. Hot Rod X. Um, Programmed, uh, we have the credits here. Hot Rod X did the programming image rips by Jin315 of Fruitaday. Super Justin Bros, George S, and Hot Rod, <laughs> and then uh, Magma Dragoon, D Cat, Hot Rod, Hot Rod X, and Scoop John did the audio rips, and there were um, testing help as well. Oh, and special thanks to Johannes Fetz here for Joe Engine. Um, not sure what one lone coder job. There's there's several other special thanks in there, um, but anyway, essentially we will be following this, uh, and I put a put a link to uh, James's video. That he did today on the Mr. Sega, uh, Mr. Sega James the Sega Hall. Sega Dude, Sega Dude 9000. Uh, you can download right here. There's a Mega NZ link for you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, let me play Let me play the de- uh, demo video that okay. they posted. I'll, yeah. I'll so hunch is... down out of the way. No, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Um, Get underneath that desk, Dan. It's, it's actually quite. <laughs> there I go. You know, it's actually Thank quite you, good. Like, oh, hold on. Do, do we get the. Uh, okay. It comes with the, the complete like intro sequence as well. You know what? It's well, not that one sh- doesn't. It doesn't, but but uh, James's does. So I'll play that. Yeah, one. honestly, it's a. Pr- I'm surprised you left that off. That was the most impressive thing about that. Like, was the intro that sequence? Intro sequence blew me away. I'm like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Okay, check it out. Like that was. This is my favorite part of the damn video. Is the intro. Mm-hmm. And this, um, we tested it. This plays on mm, SSF. Scaling. Plays on SSF. It plays on Madnafen. It plays, plays on, on Satiator, Fenrir. I believe with Fenrir, uh, you do. Yeah, well, I don't have sound enabled right now, hair. so I can uh, so we can talk. But uh, you you do have uh, what is it? Uh, do you multi track. You do have to do multi track. Yeah, with the Fenrir because uh, so you yeah. do have to rebuild it. But you can do that in SSF. I believe, or you can do that in uh, Night of Dragons uh, Patcher. You can re you can yes. make yeah, yeah you can easily build one of those. So Cyclops. download download Knights Sega Saturn Patcher, um, which is a great tool anyway to patch games, but it's also a great thing to have on hand if you need to do that, like build uh, multi track games or take a multi track game and make it a single. Um, and Derek, yeah, yeah, you know, shouts to Derek Pascarella um, for getting him a quick. Uh, Build of the game. Sorry, I'm burping, but I'm, and I'm sure he used the the S the Sega Saturn Patcher to do that because uh, it's like mm-hmm. the quickest way I know of to so to do that. So I yeah, highly recommend it's... James download the Sega Saturn Patcher, and uh, he'll be he'll be building those images himself. Uh, so guys, said Derek did a fan rebuild, and he linked it in the description. Oh, okay, awesome. So it's oh, in the, the in the video in the video. So you, yeah, uh, 
link directly to like the full build oh yeah it's in it's in the description of the video yeah sorry for a second for a second there i was thinking oh wait but this is a homebrew so folks feel free to download <laughs> feel free yeah, to you feel free to post links for a second there Send i was thinking oh gosh fox interactive and be like hey look at this game we this um, Pat, Pat and I, when we went to, and Nick was with us uh, at uh, PRGE, Pat, we saw this game at PRGE. They had the arcade unit and they were using like a CRT with like a mirror, right? To do the widescreen. Yeah. And Isn't all that, honesty, that crazy. I'm not a, on all honesty, though, I'm not a, like every time I saw the, the CRT for this cab, it's always jank and not cool, good looking. Like, right. I don't know like, if it's like the cab. If only you had a time machine. You know, no, I mean, yeah, I think back, make it look good. I think back in the day it was pretty impressive, but like by nowadays we're just so spoiled. Uh, but yeah, they had it had widescreen display and the and it used a mirror to do it, so it's pretty cool. Hmm. Like one 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 CRT was up up here, and then another one was down below, and it had some kind of like mirror thing to to get the widescreen working. I think but I think yeah. a lot of people are putting it back to back, and it looks kind of jank. I think they forget to mirror the thing. Yeah. Maybe it's a viewing angle. I don't know, but like, uh, yeah, I'm not, I, honestly, this is probably my least favorite multiplayer beat 'em up arcade game. Really? I no, really. Prefer, I much prefer The Simpsons and TMNT and then Turtles in Time. It's definitely on the mm, lower I, end for me. Oh, okay. I think they're all really good, but I, I mean, I understand what you mean. Uh, didn't they also do? Gosh, didn't they also do the Aliens one? The Aliens one's my favorite one. That one's my yeah. favorite. No, yeah. that, was, that, that was Capcom. Oh, that was CPS Capcom, two. though. You're right. That was CPS yeah. 2. Yeah, no, you're right. I would love and to then, see uh, that one. <laughs> they, I'm pretty sure Konami did uh, did the... What's the rabbit? The What's the rabbit name? Bucky O'Hare. Bucky O'Hare, yeah. <laughs> Pat, bring the Simpsons to Saturn. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, the yeah, version in uh, the UK at, at Club Arcade Club was also bad. It was stuck on a... One one character was off screen and the enemies yeah. couldn't hit them. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing is with these with these cabinets that have like eccentricities to them. So the way that they mm -hmm. worked, you often find that it's like they're they're borked and nobody knows how to fix them. You know, or pro, you know, they do their best, but it's not the same thing. Uh, it's it's not the same thing as as maintaining some of these other like really simple cabs like this. Mm -hmm. Even you In can see honesty, based on this the might sound blasphemous though, but I think. If people don't know how to do it, they should just put a, a widescreen LCD in there and just use that. Oh God! Yeah, well, I, I know, know painful, you, there are going like, to be very, there are going to be different different views on that for sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you can't do it right and it's looking jank, I'd rather put an LCD in there and make it look good than you know have a jank looking monitor. It's just my opinion though, but I know a lot of people. I mean, maybe there's a guide to make it look good, but like mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, uh, night made a good point he was like we need a word we need like a new word for when fans make like a homebrew rebuild of a game and it's not really a port um i get and i and i guess like it's 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 arguable what qualifies as a port because i was saying like uh the the, the team that did time warner uh virtual racing right uh, VR virtual racing they, they basically just built a game from the ground up from scratch right and they yeah. did they ha had access I, I, to some I, sorry they had access to the arcade game. they had access to look <laughs> exactly. at the arcade game and they had they did yeah. have access to some assets you know uh for, yeah. for whatever I don't know what assets that you know were sent over but none of the source code it was basically like they had to build it from themselves now Knight said okay but it's because it's from the company 
uh, it's still you know it, it's acceptable to call it a port uh, because it's like you know it's official because it's official. I'll just call this a fan port. Yeah, a fort. Fortnite, yeah, Fortnite. A, a port. Or they a should hit the gritty. Fan port. I think I think a game is a a port when you've got access to the the source code and you are just taking that and you're making it work porting the source for code. a new right. platform right you know whether yeah, you've got porting, a it's just a drivers port. in this case you're, you've, you've got, got a completely a, new engine and you're just basically taking the assets and rebuilding the game right yeah That's not really just building their own game and trying to make it uh you know approximate uh a different game yeah. Um, on a different system. I mean, it really is just like and it's how kind of, VR virtual yeah. racing was made. For right. those it's kind of like a remake, um, but it's not really a remake as in like a, like, it's not an, it's not a it's not HD like a remake. Yeah. It's not a remaster. Right. It's more just like remaking it from the ground up on a, on a different piece of hardware with a different yeah. engine. Yeah. So if anybody, yeah, yeah a fart, anyways, Martin Evans says, call it yeah. a, a fan port. We should be a well. Fart, apparently, we a had a big fart. stinky fart coming up. No farts. Okay, um, we're late on this one too, but got to talk about it because you know, thirty-two mm-hmm. X, uh, the biggest fart of, of the entire <laughs> video. Tomb Raider uh, or Open Lara comes to thirty-two X. Uh, nearly two years ago, on March eighth, twenty twenty-two, developer X Prager announced that he was working porting Open Lara. Uh, the open source Tomb Raider engine to Sega's 32X add-on. And this has been ported to a lot of things like 3DO, GBA, uh, but mm-hmm. get, getting over to 32X, um, he said, I'm working on the 32X port. Lots of work needs to be done to optimize the code and achieve the second SH2 CPU benefits. Uh, fast forward to today, and we can now try it for ourselves. Here's a link. Um, and it is open source. And our good friend Dan, the mega driver from Sega Guys, has... Uh, provided a nice quick look at the what the port cor- currently offers um i can play that here while we talk um but yeah i mean have you guys have you guys checked this out at all i'm not no i mean i watched I, I watched sega guys's video um which right. was a good video i do recommend it i recommend all their videos they're all good um so i, I just watched their video i haven't uh i don't have like um uh, an EverDrive to, mm-hmm. you know, throw homebrew or something on my Genesis. I do own a real 32X mm-hmm. um, and a Sega CD. Um, but, yeah, I don't have a way to really play it outside of emulators, and I haven't tried it out on emulator. But, I mean, I pay think me it does. to own a 32X legitimately. Oh, I like my 32X. I like my I mean, 32X. It never should have existed, but I still like it, and I like some of the games on it. They're I don't fun. keep it connected because uh, because I have to choose between Sega CD and 32X because of the. Uh, and you'd rather play because a of the ODE, and I, yeah. It's, well, I I I really I mean, like. It has the best version I of like, Virtual Fighter. On I the like Knuckles Chaotix. I like uh, Squadron. What was it? Shadow Squadron. Shadow Squadron. I like. Yeah, Shadow Squadron I actually good. like quite a few of the games. Virtual Racing is fun. Uh, I, I like a few of the games on 32X, but I just think there's more good games on the Sega CD. Derek, I was talking to Derek about this too. Like, and I think he kind of felt the same way. Um, so yeah, I just kind of plug in my 32x when i want to play 32x but i would say so you should turn a knuckles chaos machine just glue knuckles chaos in there and you're good to go <laughs> brother you just glue it so in how would you you're play like, this nba is a... jam on your 32x right uh, I, like, I like nba console. jam on there 
You can't you can't um, play pick Tim Kitzrow on the 32x. That's true. That is a Saren Honestly, so anyway, he, back to Tomb Raider on the 32x. It's pretty impressive. Um, like uh, it's yes, impressive. yes, it, it has it drops a down low to like frame rate. Six or seven. Yeah, it drops yeah. down to six or seven frame rate. It it usually seems to be at about twelve. When but based on what on I'm seeing here with the with all of the with all of the I mean, like think about it. Like a lot of 32x games, even even uh, Virtua Fighter which didn't mm -hmm. have any which didn't have any um texture mapping you know like right. had to be pretty simple simplified you know like this has a lot of textures and uh i'm just yeah. really surprised that it's running as good as it is to be honest with you yeah no, it looks yeah. playable <laughs> yeah moose track yeah, said it looks I mean, like a real product from 1995 than... like okay if they had released this on the 32x back then it would have sold for sure yeah like folks would have bought it just like doom you know like it, it would be like the doom 32x port it's like not perfect but it's serviceable you know? you know what i noticed is that when uh the ground and the floor get near the camera there really is almost no warping um and that's probably because everything is being rendered in software at the 32x so they can just write an engine that does not well, do a bunch of warping you well, get with, warping you know, like right the Saturn here or the ps1 yeah there's some there's against the wall like, like no when you warping. get when you get up against the wall like the texture on the out, outer edge warps quite mm -hmm. a bit um but there's paused. like not i don't feel yeah. like there's as much as there is in the ps1 and saturn versions of this game hmm. and probably because those those versions have to use the you know graphical chips that are in the ps1 and the saturn which lend themselves to having some warping happen yeah Oh, that, and 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 James is right. The Saturn version does slow down quite a bit uh, at this bridge, and I've fallen uh -huh. off that bridge many times and gotten eaten by <laughs> wolves. <laughs> Same. You know, it's it's honestly it's, though we're not asking the real question though. Hmm. Don't did they include the nude raider mod oh, in this <laughs> version of it? <laughs> yes, this is the version. This is the version that had nude raider. <laughs> Actually, you know, if there was going to be a version that had the Nude Raider, uh, Open Lara, you would think that that, that would be the I'll version that does. Also, you just have code, her clothes explode off. Right. Oh, my I God. Why well, no Lara Croft on Nintendo so. 64? I, I, that is a good question, but, I mean, I think that that's just not... <laughs> Honestly, I think they were like, we should put yeah, Lara on, on consoles that are that are are not good. Yeah. So they put it on the, the Noctid consoles, and they kept the N64 clear of Lara Croft. Dan, tell us all about Kronos version 2.6, which I improves emulation. I would love to. Yeah, so the, the developer team of Benjamin Sisku and Fcare gave Saturn fans a present on Christmas last week when they released a new version of their emulator, Kronos. Benjamin Sisku made a thread on Sega Extreme to announce Kronos version 2.6, and then 2.6. would make an emulator called Kronos. Uh, yeah, uh, they, so they announced Kronos version 2.6 and then 2.6.1 a few days later. Um, <laughs> I, I get it. It's the home plane of the Klingons, I know. Yeah. And provide <laughs> links to download its 64-bit version and its 32-bit version. We have those links in our story on the website. Or you can compile it yourself by checking out the Kronos GitHub. Mm -hmm. The thread on Sega Extreme lists dozens of new features and fixes for specific games. Some of the improvements are to the VDP2 debug windows um, because... Uh, it does have debugging features like other um, emulators based on Yabause. Mm -hmm. uh, and also fixes to VDP1 timings, as well as the addition of an extension cartridge for homebrew developers. Now, as an aside, I did try to reach out to Benjamin Sisku 
Um, and, you know, he, he spells it Cisco instead of Cisco, by the way. That's why I yeah, pronounce it that way. I mean, I think the issue there is that he's just stuck in the he's stuck with the founders at the moment, mm-hmm. so he can't exactly reach out. You, tried... You've been on a you've been binging Star Trek recently, so that's why Pat's making Star Trek, a lot of Star Trek references. He's been sticking I mean... watching lots of Star Trek. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's just a bunch of, I mean, I mean, Benjamin Sisku, like Kronos, I mean, I, I can't not make the jokes. They just make okay. themselves. They flow. Uh, so I, I reached out to him to ask him what he meant in the uh, patch notes, uh, um, well, version notes, by saying that he's added uh, support for an extension cartridge for homebrew developers. I don't know exactly what that means. Does that mean he added, like, you can make a virtual Saru? with this or it just supports the expanded ram cartridge now hmm. like I, I don't know what that means um he didn't get back to me though i uh i reached out to him a good 25 hours ago and he still has first on my dm maybe his dms turned off and or blo- i'm blocked or something without it actually telling me i'm blocked no he yet. didn't block you cisco would have that yeah uh so anyway um the uh so the small update uh in version 2.6.1 made fixes to taking screenshots auto starting via command line and an overflow error uh the team did upload a video to youtube to show off their latest work um i don't know if you're playing that behind me dave or not uh, but it shows yes. like a okay cool it's showing various it's showing like speed dif- you know performance difference between like side by sides between different games okay. like the yeah, last yeah. version and this version and I yeah. see that in some cases, uh, 2.6 is faster. Although that Dragonheart uh, video, it looked like 2.5 was ahead of it. It's weird. Maybe it was running too fast. It could be. Maybe yeah, it actually. It's possible. In most cases, though, it looks. It lo- in most cases, it looks like 2.6 is is running smoother or faster. Yeah, and Dragonheart Fire and Steel is one of the games that's shown there, um, which uh, was a game released in Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, Shining Wisdom, Resident Evil, and X-Men Children of the Atom, among a, a good couple dozen other games that are working better. They look really um, they, good, though. Yeah, uh, and they have a compatibility list, which we link in, mm-hmm. in my story, uh, for this emulator. And I, I glanced over it, and out of the you know 1,000-plus games in the Saren library, there's maybe 100 that are still not playable with this emulator. That's not too bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll play 90% of the library. Um <laughs> So that's pretty good. Uh, Benjamin Sisku did make two important notes in the Sega Extreme thread. One, that OpenGL support has been dropped, so players need a video card that supports at least OpenGL 4.3 TS mm. core. And two, save states from the previous versions of Kronos are not compatible with version 2.6, which makes sense. Now, it didn't make sense to me if OpenGL support's been dropped, why do you need a video card that supports OpenGL 4.3? There must be something I'm not understanding there. Um, so that was another thing that I reached out to him to ask him about and he didn't get back to me on. So hopefully he does and I can edit the article with his answer. Um, it's probably just something I don't understand OpenGL. <laughs> I'm not a graphics developer, so it probably makes sense to someone who understands it. But I wanted to point it out anyway. Um, they do have a Discord server and an English-speaking forum that you can check out if you want to follow the product, uh, the project. And um, just to wrap it up, Kronos is a fork of the Yabuse emulator that's been in development since uh, at least early 2018. It, uh, it's been more than 10 months since Kronos' last update, version 2.5, uh, in February last year, which added a variety of input methods, implemented SH2 and SCU concurrent access on the CPU bus, and improved the emulation of dozens of other games. So they, mm-hmm. they seem to update about every year. Um, making it a little better each time. I was actually just uh, using 2.6 earlier today to try out our um, nice. super secret 
thing that Pat's going to show in a little bit Super after the main Chiro show. Secrets. Excellent. Super secret. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Kronos, another emulation option for Saturn. Excellent. I would just play uh, it on the basis that I'm a Star Trek nerd, but... Speaking of emulation and yeah. resources uh, for Saturn... Saturn Memories has been working on his uh, sorry he's been working on his comprehensive uh, resource archive, um, including um, emulation projects, and uh, he's updated the emulation uh, portion to just kind of give folks a comprehensive listing of every emulator that's currently active and available. Um, and I believe he mentioned on he mentioned. Um, adding to this uh like a defunct emulator mm -hmm. listing as well for folks who just, are interested just for historical you know uh, yeah. all that old stuff including like the cassini emulator you know and uh just uh, er earlier stuff but i i don't know exactly how he's going to do that but i do love to see that you know this is being actively managed this this resource mm -hmm. archive and uh it's just every time i look at it there's just more and more more links more great stuff for folks to check out uh, mr martin pretty much uh any websites manuals scans anything you want it's all here uh fan projects content creators everything oh captain thanks for the super chat Thank you. thanks for reminding Thank you, me Jonathan, snatch, your funds. snatch your funds snatch your funds <laughs> yeah, gotta fund those that copy of snatcher yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but by the time nice. Pat can afford it, that the the inflation on that two dollars. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Price is gonna go up even more. Right. Yeah. This up. this is gonna be the uh, I'm opening up the the Open Hands Foundation. Open hands. Pat's so open hands, hands are open. <laughs> hands are open to money, so I can open my hands to Snatcher. Yeah. No, Snatcher was like a thousand, thousand plus dollars when I wanted to buy it. I need to get under a thousand, then I'll buy a copy. But yeah because this isn't the saturn version you're trying to buy right this is a different version no saturn version i could buy 12 of them by now right mm -hmm. which version I are you trying to, to buy? buy the big kahuna the big kahuna the sega cd one sega cd yeah the, yeah. the cd one okay i mean that's the that's patent my favorite i i might change mm -hmm. my mind if somebody you know does like a an enhanced translation port thing i don't know dub to uh, we'll let me see buy snatcher again people in english and the good version yeah. of it but i mean as it is i not you know i've not played the pc uh 98 yeah, version but yeah would like to uh haven't haven't gone around to that that one i think has like amazing artwork um i just love the the look of the pc 88 and pc 98 games but i mean i think pat and i both like the the saturn or the, the sega cd version the most you know same, mm -hmm. and then af after the snatcher fun gets through, and I get snatcher, I'm gonna open up the the uh, Ko Flying Squadron, mm -hmm. one, which go. is gonna be quadruple whatever the snatcher one is. Oh, I wanted to shout uh, synth. Mm -hmm. I wanted to shout synth. Sound in Malenko, our... two dollars, two dollar thunder. Oh, thanks, Malenko. <laughs> Appreciate it. Synth uh, love, in our Discord community purchased the very last A rank issue of our magazine. Oh, Yep. Congratulations. That's Sint. it. The sun has set Congrats. on that. And now we do have B rank issues, about 50 left. Uh, <laughs> so for folks, if they want, again, B rank. It's misprints on the page numbers, right? Yeah, it's just, there's a, there, and there's only a few. There's, so like around like the 30 mark, there's it's like 28, 30, and 32, I think are just misnumbered, but the pages are correct. Mm. It's just the wrong numbers on there. 
don't ask me how mm. that happened. But anyway, yeah. So as it how is, that happened, Dave? how did that happen? I don't know. You can get those for half price. Too. You can get it's them like for half price. You can get them for half price. So that doesn't bother you. Uh, you know, just don't, uh, don't take the table of contents as uh, <laughs> you're not going to be able to use the table of contents in that case. Just read the yeah. magazine in a linear fashion and it's fine. Um, but yeah, so, but other than that, they're, they're great. Other than that, they all look fine. You know, they're just, I can't, I can't pretend that they're perfect. Um, but yeah, I can. Pat can. I can close my eyes. What else do we want to tell folks about anything else? Uh, anything else we um, want to shill? That they should stick around for the after show. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Something so we've and, got 49 mm-hmm. people. we got 49 people, and uh, those 49 people could reach out and say, hey, Shiro's about to show something secret and oh, private and Patrick's going to show yeah. something Pat, secret to all surprise people. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to whip something out on air for everyone to on see. Air, it's a, so you a know, big sh- debut. Stick around and, and invite other big, folks. to Big review. Oh, review. viewers are going up. With there the LTs, go. all right. Stick oh, around and uh, up later on, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anything else? Okay, so um, then I guess I'm gonna go ahead and uh, thank our patron supporters. Sounds good. And that is uh, looking like, uh, well, we we definitely have. I thank Milenko. He's our uh, unofficial Again, patron. Lots of money. Thank you. He's everybody. our unofficial uh, super chat patron. And uh, who else? Captain Hawden. Thank you guys. Um, for for our ten and twenty dollar patrons, we have a murder of crows. We have Blue Moon ninety five, Brock the Archivist, Casual Seth, Cerulean, Chris Piper, aka Pipe Dreams Games. Checking out, good stuff. Chris nineteen ninety seven XX, Daniel Fredrickson, David Zaney, Derek Pascarella, aka A Team, Emerald Nova, our uh, our our community organizer for homebrew stuff, you know, in the contest that's coming up fat drunk friend, Otaku gem Classer rank, Ian keg, Johannes Fetz, AKA Mr. Joe engine, Justin Memphis, Michael Sabag, Nate Lawrence, normal guy, nut rageous or newt rageous. I don't know how you say that. Robert uh, Ramsey. Say newt, newt. You say newt, newt, Rowan dinked, Sega, Steve shadow mask, stone man, Tanuki Trev. What is this? And Young Money Sweet. Ooh, Salty Dagger, it just started, baby. Sorry, I didn't mean to say baby. I don't know why I said that. It's just starting. <laughs> okay. Sorry, uh, I need to stop doing that. I'm getting. I'm going to get canceled. I'm sorry. Don't get canceled. Hey, you try real hard to get canceled when you start talking about, you know, feet picks 30 seconds into the, yeah. the show. I'm, su- so. I'm surprised me trying to whip it out is not the issue. It's just the feet picks. Yeah, well, you know, certain things disgust me more than others. So I don't yeah. know. <laughs> not a big feet guy. No, I'm not a big feet guy at all. Not at all. He's <laughs> more like a, my he's a body fetish. pillow guy. I'm a body pillow guy. Yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> mm. All right. Anyway. Oh, anyway. Thank you to all the patrons. <laughs> yep. Thanks to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Patreon. We thank really you appreciate your support. We love, we love your support and we love you. And for everyone under the $10 level, we love you too. Um, we appreciate your support. Um, and we, your name will be in the credits. You can get shouted out if you support us um, at the $10 and up level every show. Um, also, your name will be in the magazine no matter what level the next magazine issue. Uh, what else? 
Just uh, if, if, if you can't support us at all financially, don't worry about it. I mean, uh, just be a part of our community. Be a part of be the Shiro family. Talk to us. Uh, Say, yeah, hey, Pat, we I mean, love like, you. what makes hey, our Dave, we love you. What makes our Discord great hey, Dan, is just all the you. people who are around, you know, talking Saturn and there to provide discourse and and also information. Like, there's a bunch of people in our in our Discord who are pretty much like mm -hmm. Saturn, Saturn experts. So, you know, <laughs> if you're watching this and you're not a member of our Discord community, go ahead and uh, there's a link Do right that. on our website. Go join it right now. Yeah introduce yourself we're not uh we're not gatekeeper gatekeepy or elitist or anything like that we will welcome you with open arms and and yep. uh have you have you be an active part of our our community oh and uh pat did you drop out of the netlink tournament i had to because i yeah, was because you're sick okay all right and uh i guess so it's moving right along i believe double dime is uh last game they're double holding dime like versus, the last round uh, uh what's his name I'm hoping that they can stream that or like do either record it or whatever, you know, that would be great. Um, but yeah, so that'd be sick. And then we'll see what the next, what our next, uh, tournament has, uh, in store. But, uh, until next time, this has been Saturn Dave, Dan Thrax with Anthrax, uh, <laughs> and Trainoco reminding you, reminding you that you must play your Sega Saturn. You must. Play it, please. And, and stick around for the after show. And stick around yes. for the after show. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. It's going to be rad. Don't go anywhere. I will snatch you. We'll see you later. <laughs> we will We will see you in just a few minutes in the after in show. a few seconds. <laughs> okay. or unless it's the audio podcast, which is, which, bye. That's right. In that, in that case, bye. bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs>